0: Everybody. Welcome to episode 101 of the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm your host Richie. I hope you enjoyed that really cool track. It's a brand new project and the name of the project is called Zenith and Abyss. For those that don't know, that is the voice of Tony Carberry, who has lent his vocal talents to the likes of ASECT and Rest of Nation. He has collaborated with David Forvig, and they decided to release this track under the alias, as I said, Zenit and Abyss. So Tony said it's a rather fitting name, given how hard this year has been for so many of us. Zenit means the highest point of something, Abyss being the lowest point or a deep void. We agreed to call our song Catharsis, which loosely means the release or purging of emotion. I honestly felt like giving up music a few times this year. I felt lost and insecure in my ability to write or record. And this song brought me back to why I love to sing and make music. I had no shortage of amazing people offering me fantastic tracks to sing this year. But each time I tried to write or sing, I hated what I came up with. And I couldn't bring myself to submit something that I wasn't proud of. I battled this song and won and what came out of that fight was something more than I could ever have hoped for. It brought me back to reality and grounded me again as a musician. Tony also said he wanted to thank David for taking a chance on him and allowing him free reign on his track. It has proven yet again that you can make music with anybody in the world once you have a laptop and an internet connection. I have to agree with Tony on that one. And there's definitely a new way of creating music. And because of COVID, there's a lot more of this happening especially musicians and bands that have decided to release solo projects and embrace this creative spirit that this pandemic has unexpectedly given them. So congratulations again lads, that is an excellent track and hopefully we'll see a lot more of V in 2021, music wise. Okay, let's get on to the main part of the show, which is the interview with Molar Bear. I had Andy guitarist rowan guitarist and vocalist and ad the drummer and we had a great chat about the band what they've been up to for the last few months and what 2021 holds for them thanks again lads for submitting a really cool demo for the listeners as well and it's called king of queens of the stone age if you have a chance as well be sure to check out the metal cell merchandising on the metal I've got t-shirts and hoodies, and this is the last week for pre-order. Right, enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I've got Moeller Bear in the house. I've got Andy, Rowan, and Eddie. How the hell are you, lads? Yes, man. You're doing right. good, man. Thanks for joining me. Great to see you. It's been a while, probably, since you've even been down to Cork. When mm. was that? Can any of you recollect? We usually have a good wild one down in Cork anytime you're down. Anyway, just... Jeez, that was, was that the last last summer maybe? Really? Was that oh, yeah. lie, was, it, was that with Audible Joes and Sulkies or was that a that previous was, yeah.
1: one? Yeah, that was Fred Zeppelin's, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: rest
0: in peace, Sulkeys. I remember
1: the um, sidewalks yeah. trying of carry gear down the sidewalks that dip every five feet, and you're carrying a cabinet speaker and. <laughs> Trying to get from the car park to that bar was amazing.
0: (coughs) (laughs) It's not unusual for people to kind of complain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was a great gig, though.
2: Yeah, it was warm.
0: Yeah. And the journey down, what is it? Probably, I actually made it to Belfast in three hours. I think it was three hours, ten minutes from Cork. That's quite far from Leash. What about, how long did it take you to get down? Jeez, about four and a half, maybe five. Yeah, about five. But we did take
3: yeah. a stop off. Okay.
0: Yeah, at the Barack Obama Plaza. Barack Obama Plaza, yeah. Yeah,
3: suits you, sir. Was it? <laughs>
0: was, it was it? Was it worth the stop? Supermax. Supermax. <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> and what about parking when you got the car? Who was the driver first of all, and who was the navigator? Two important I, roles in a band, always. I think. If you,
2: I think I was we'll, both. Yeah, um, I, there's a wee, wee NCP around the corner, uh, which isn't too bad. It's what five ten minute walk. Yeah, but um, no, the corks corks great. Like mm-hmm. every time we play cork, we're just like yes. So, Cypress
1: yeah. uh, Avenue was amazing when we when we played down there. It was like. It, it was like luxury mm. <laughs> TV screens and stuff like that. you could sit here and watch other bands It's amazing.
0: Yes. <clears throat> and uh, have you been down since the revamp? I have for
2: the Dude show. Oh yeah, you were. There you go. Something else, no? And that was that was some job. Yeah. <laughs> that was being treated like a like a human being at a gig. That was unreal. <laughs> the char. Oh not help yourself with some crisps. Are you doing well? Yes, man. Come and do a podcast with Richie. Yes, this
0: is class. Jesus Christ, Andy! I forgot all about that. Fucking hell! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy stepped in, man, at the last minute, so the boys had to drag all the gear up, and then I nabbed you straight away and into the VIP room. Yeah, yeah. Nice and chilled yeah. out. Was that 2019? Was it? I, or 18? I it, you know. Fuck me, man! It's crazy. Yeah. Last year, yeah.
1: wasn't it? That was your moonlighting year. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I, I, see, I can't remember
0: time like do you know what it's easy to figure out because they released they released Golgotha this year so that was 2020 yeah. so it was 2019 had to be
2: yeah it must have been because I had to learn a couple of tracks
0: off that one so yeah. mm. we did a good no, job bluffing it man
3: oh, there been for... no gigs this year whatsoever anyway so it must have been last year
0: <laughs> yeah uh, Christ Eddie do we have to go down that rabbit hole no. already no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, it's um, a tough one, but I, I know for a fact you have been busy and courtesy of Andy, he's given me a load of fucking demos to listen to. I oh, know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, seriously, great stuff. What I did actually was I threw the whole lot onto Reaper and I just, it's, it's like an album. So I just threw it on the car there. It's like 29 minutes long or something like that. Yeah. It's clocks in around the same time as Rain and Blood by Slayer. That's that's always a good thing. That was pre-planned. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm gonna play a track off it, if you don't mind. I'm gonna take the initiative on you, whether or not you're giving me permission or not. (laughs) Are you okay with this? Go for it. And actually, okay, so you gave me ten tracks, okay? For a free Metal Sail, Mug, which track have I picked out of the 10? Andy, over to you first. I don't know. I can think of two. I'm going to go with Breezed. Okay. Rowan? Um, Silla Black Ops. Okay.
1: Eddie? Uh, I think I can you picked, know. uh
3: Hatchet Storm.
0: Ah. That's
3: my second guess.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, no, nah, you're you're wrong in on every one. Oh, um, so I'll give you another <laughs> guess each. Hercules. Hercules, no, Hercules. It's a great track, actually. No, I I think the win, I the reason why I went with this one is because it's a potential single for me, anyway.
1: That's good feedback,
0: Enya. Enya is a good one as well. No, so Rowan is it it's to song too. It's it's got a long title for the for the mug. It's got a long title. That's not the intro then.
2: King of Queens of the Stone Age. Has to yeah.
0: be. Yeah. King of Queens of Stone Age.
2: Give Andy my mug.
0: Lads, I've just given you your single there. Okay. Uh, we'll, I'm insisting. We'll take some notes. <laughs> I'm insisting. I'll drive up to Belfast and there'll be fucking murder if that's not the single. That's super. How did it come about? And how close is that to being ready? Is there much producing to it or what?
1: Those are literally just garage band tracks with, I think, AD has an electronic kit there and he threw it t- threw together just that sort of. The basic beats and then we just got together on separate days and threw some of the the stuff down and literally the last thing that have gone has gone down now are those uh ropally mixed vocals and um, and i think my, that might be the only thing that changes really and then maybe some some little sprinkles and yeah. production
3: well, those are those are still very much sort of raw pre-production demos yeah so we still record the whole thing um from scratch again but just to give us and the studio a bit of a heads up of what sort of sound we're going for ideas yeah. get ideas down because half the time when we're in the practice room you don't really hear what's going on until you've you've tracked something yeah yeah um, just with all the noise so
1: it I mean, it's been been eye opening for me, like listening back and then like trying to put down what I thought the vocal line was and then going, it doesn't go at all,
0: you know. (laughs) You see, I'm old school, right? And even the sound of that, that's like kind of Fugazi and uh, Beastie Boys. And of course, you're going to polish it up, I know, but I mean, fuck it for a demo, I just fucking totally enjoyed it as as a lot of the tracks I did do. I mean, that just goes to show how good the technology is now to get it to that quality. A hundred
1: percent, like, yeah. Like, um, I was sort of listening to the Pahilio one they were talking about going to Neil and me and Adi when we were in... Oh, yeah. Jackal Feud used to go to Neil and, like, he's great, but Like like, we couldn't demo anything. You were just sort of going in and, like, you weren't taking that risk where you're, like, okay here's the money i hope these don't suck and like you're <laughs> sort of really relying on someone it's it's great to have neil because he's got so much expertise he was able to keep you right but like you guys mentioned in that and that one like you could get someone who doesn't really isn't really into it and then you have to manage that in your own this helps yeah. us get all that stuff out the way mm-hmm. you know so we can go like yeah hey, what are you doing there yeah it's usually, the same on
3: a lot about that Bit of an even key this time Was so I don't think we demoed too much for the last album I think apart it's from awesome. playing, it, playing it live in the room and then we just went in and recorded it whereas this time because of the lockdown we've had a bit more time um to work on things and having those demos is definitely going to be a big help whenever we do go in to record eventually
0: mm, yeah like what did you think yourselves? When he did Starklord and released it out into the general public, you had plenty of time to tour it as well. And as the song's has been played live, was there certain tracks there? that stood out from, we'll say, the recorded version, did they change much uh, on a live format, we'll say?
2: Um, I don't know if many changed. This I time think time. we dropped off of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, maybe talk about that first, Rowan, because I know yeah, it's I, like... I'm looking you,
1: frantically around for the CD so I can get the track <laughs> listing.
0: Yeah, uh, Peace Hammer, we
3: played like once, Peace maybe Hammer, twice, yeah. and then made the decision that that didn't really work as well as it should.
1: And, but I was one of my favourite ones. Yeah, on, on the on CD,
3: it's, it's good, but it didn't really didn't really come across
2: the way we wanted to. I don't think. Ceratops as well. Stereotops. Stereotops for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a labour of love to get that one because it was <laughs> maybe two songs that we hadn't really finished writing as we were going into it, and that was that was one where we just kind of went. I've good effects. You've good effects. Yeah. Let's let's do bits here and um, We didn't think too hard about it unfortunately. Yeah, but like even we, we played that one actually I think we played it twice. I think the last time we played it was at Fred's, only because um we had like uh, an R M fifteen that I wasn't married.
0: Nobody would know any different. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, but yeah, so I was we, physically
1: uh, tired after that gig.
2: Yeah.
3: It was a sleepy, sleepy night. <laughs> but I think, I think that every other track on that CD, we we ganked to death, I think, yes. pretty much. Yeah. like we, mm. And I do think whenever we get back out right again, um, there'll still be a couple of tunes, I would say, from off mm. it, on the set list.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, each track is, like, so personal to a lot of people. And then when you go through the whole recording process and then when you play it live, there's certain tracks just stand out because the crowd reacts mm. like Obviously, is, yeah. Obviously, you're watching this, you know, and maybe some tracks just don't carry to a lot
2: audience. We tend to have three people in the crowd, so you get a pretty good. <laughs> of those guys. Around yeah.
0: So if two uh, of them leave, then we have
1: an issue.
2: <laughs> 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 but it's a re- it's a really quick way of uh, of yeah, sort of cutting through all that sort of stuff. There's no. Um... But most like most of Model Ape and Stork,
1: Lord sort of hold up in terms of just being. Sledgehammers, like they're really fun to play and they've and they they keep everyone's attention pretty well. Um, what was it when we did Sky Funeral from before? Like, it's one of my favorite songs, but like it just it just loses something when you do yeah. it live. Like, there's something just it doesn't carry it, suits. Being produced and being listened to on its own. Yeah. But when you when you bring it live, like, it's you, also like you probably six and need and a half more. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard
3: to keep people's attention. That's People why can't I think.
1: Go without a smoke for that long.
3: No. <laughs> That's why I think all these new ones on the, the new CD—they're all clocking in at about two and a half minutes, maybe three and a bit if we're feeling saucy. Yes. Um, so they're all pretty much to the point.
0: Mm. Hopefully,
3: trying to capture as much people's mm. attention live. For a short time. Yeah. As we can.
0: Well, I like guess a band, you, you develop per album. You get more experienced. You know what works and what doesn't work. How did G actually form and who came up with the name? He responsible for the name. Okay. For sure. Is he?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that wasn't me. Definitely wasn't me.
3: Yeah. I think it might have been me. I think I saw it on the internet somewhere and I was like, that might be a cool name for a band. Um, on the internet? It? It's
1: like a dentist on the internet. Yes, yeah, it absolutely. is,
3: actually. Yeah,
2: yeah. Fucking hell. Yes, I'll you're sure. I be in sites. Eddie and Rowan had been playing together in a band called Jackal Feud from, I don't know, 2003-ish. Yeah, about that. I that yeah, um, and, and I, had been, I was playing in a band called, I, I don't know which... I can't remember the first band I was playing.
1: <laughs> you were Inside, and then you were the Comparison inside. forward.
2: Yeah, yeah. And look, I think I was, was Zero Tonum when you guys started. but um, Oh, right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah um, but we had, um, we had played a couple of shows together. Um, and it was just kind of like, you know, when there's, there's just like, we were like early 20s, and you just kind of see another band on stage, and you're like, these are my dudes. I know that these guys <laughs> are going to be my dudes. And uh, it was just very much a case of like a couple of pints, and then I think Halo 2. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, 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 played a (laughs) role.
0: But, um, and what what about Steve and Dara? Were they in other bands as well, or how did these lads join?
2: Steve was in a band called Escape Fails, um, at the time, um, that was maybe a wee bit later, kind of 2010 ish, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and Dara's only a baby, he was only born about 12 years ago. He's just a very hairy boy, but um, he was in a band called Aldous before. Um, oh, I've heard of him, yeah, And uh, we had just, uh, our, our previous bass player and guitarist had um, had sort of left the band about, I don't know, jeez, about three, four years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that Steve was looking for a band. Um, I had went into the music shop where Dyer Works and had just asked him about putting ads up. And he's like, yes, man, I'll do that. And that was it. <laughs> So, um, it was, it was pretty straightforward that way. That was sort of, that was about a year before we recorded Stork Lord actually, it would have been, didn't it? So we yeah. Yeah. it what we year was it, lads? Maybe 2017. Okay. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we kind of, as Molar Bar, I think we had our first practice as Molar Bar in 2011, and then we kind of started off, um, I was living in England for a couple of years, and then I came back and we kind of kicked it off properly from there.
1: We had. Tony and Johnny on bass for a while so like we're the rare band in that our issue isn't that we go through dramas like it's been bass players Mm -hmm. like
0: yeah (laughs) and Ronan where are you from where what's the accent is it Aussie or New Zealand you're going to get insulted now here
1: Derry I was born I was born in Derry but I grew up in South Africa uh, and I live in I live in Leash now and drive up to practice in Belfast.
0: Should have got the South so, Africa accent man. I fucking know a few lads from South Africa as well.
1: Uh, it's 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 been diluted over yeah. years of of um, hanging out with all you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a great scene actually out in South Africa man. I'm going to do a podcast on it um through the Smash and Skull sessions. 100%. It was,
1: it was a really weird scene whenever I was coming up in Durban like I remember seeing a guy in a kilt playing this like death metal. And they had like, I just remember he had the same guitar as the guy from typo Negative, And that there was a place called Jamie's in Durban and people used to go there and watch gigs. And I broke my eye socket marshalling to some song and, or I mean, it might've been deftones before the band even played. Um, but like, yeah, it's really strange that there's a lot of like Rocky type It's like, it's heavy, but it's, it's rock, but I don't know what the metal things progress like since I've been back.
0: Yeah, I know there, there definitely is extreme bands out there. Um, I must actually look back. Yeah. Well, when did you get out of there?
1: I came over in 1999.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so, that's, so a while ago. That's a while ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it has uh, developed, to put it mildly no, I, since I moved then. to
1: Balamina a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Jesus, the culture shock, the
1: culture shock. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> now I'm in Ballybritus, in County Leash.
0: Were you always a vocalist, guitarist, or...? Um, I think it
1: was just kind of a necessity. Uh, I, I, like, I, I play, always played guitar um, mm-hmm. when I, from when I was about 16. Like I remember just going to guitar lessons in South Africa. Um, I think we went to two or three acoustic lessons, and then after that was just tabs and, and that sort of stuff. Okay. And then I'm, when I moved to Bellamina, I met um, AD through a mutual friend, and then we started Jackal Feud. We just didn't we just? I don't know. It just happened. I yeah, I, think, I think
3: we needed a singer, and you were like, "I'll do it." Yeah,
1: so, yeah, and
3: that's sure. what happened.
0: <laughs> and Andy, in relation to you, what about your influences? Where are you coming from musically wise?
2: Um, I think like I, I, I grew up with like Extreme and Guns N' Roses, kind of when they were at their peak. Okay. Um, but then I kind of get into like the grunge thing and then a wee bit of new metal. I don't know, like shit like, like Nail Bomb and Sepultura was always interesting to me, but it was never that big in the metal metal, like just kind of whatever was in like crying or, you know, just in yeah. the way it um, And then I started to get more into like bands like Helmet and Quicksand, Fugazi and all that sort of stuff. I can, um, I can, I I like yeah. this. I can play this on guitar. Like mm-hmm. That was the thing. It was the metal stuff. I was trying to play in on the guitar and I was like, I am shit at this. <laughs> 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 I only remember how to play Master Puppets properly here. Um but like I don't know, like the just kind of having that looser guitar style and then um just kind of dirty amps and effects and stuff, that was mm-hmm. just always way more interesting to me and just I don't know, there's something about it where I thought I could I could hear this being heavier without being you know a cradle of filth that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that was just kind of I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting in it because I know myself as a bass player, I was, but I was always drawn to how you could make as much noise as possible as an individual person. Back then, again... You should first, talk to
1: Steve, all right?
0: Yeah, because back then, like, you'd, you know, trying to find people that would be into the same thing, like, my background would be trash, but I loved the likes of Fudge Tunnel. Yeah, yeah. You know, and as you said, Nail Driver now, um, all that side of things and just pedals. So I can hear that so much with G. Talking yeah. to the right people. Addicts, <laughs> are <ye> a wash? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Probably Moe's the worst. I'm not. <laughs> Moe's most the worst out of all of us,
2: I think. It's new, it's a new pedal every week. It's not a new pedal every week. It's, uh, it's a new pedal every week. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Do you know what? Like, it's it's kind of like we're all at a stage of our lives where we've got a wee bit of disposable income as adults in and good earning jobs. yeah very much that um, and it's nice to kind of go if I sell this one then I only need to put £20 towards getting this one second hand and even if we don't necessarily want it or need it just having it is like yes (laughs) and I think when Molarverse started we had very small Rowan didn't, Rowan had the largest pedal board ever (laughs) in life the land piano the land piano but it's kind of the effects thing was built up, and I think with, with Stork Lord, it felt like we literally threw as many effects as we could at it in some ways. And I think yeah. for this stuff, it's been way more refined. Like Rowan's kind of got like a, a setup where he does a very specific, he, he fills a particular range in the song, and I would do the same, but with maybe like delay type stuff. And Steve yeah. would have the whole thing going on, and then Dara has this precision like Top Gun he's a stop.
1: good guitarist
2: he's, he's a good guitarist so he can play like clean to a certain degree and it'll still sound class I don't have that luxury
0: for those that are listening or watching yeah Moller Bear has three guitarists yeah so pedal uh, hell to put it this yeah. way these guys these guys yeah, are pedal. all
3: so, so into their pedals um, there's at least 15 minutes of every practice where they're all just pointing Night, at each pedal Eddie, board Eddie <laughs> my, heart,
0: about, my heart bleeds for you Eddie circuit boards and I, I about to... to sit there what about Steve? Is he as bad?
3: Oh, yeah, he's, worse. he's he's going to have two pedal boards I believe. Oh, for, for in us. the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. His, uh, in the middle of his amp, there's like a gravity well, and that's what he plays <laughs> through. Uh, when we came down to Cypress Avenue, was, I think he spent like an, an hour or two geeking out with the lads oh, and got, God uh, got alone just at the oh, yeah, uh, no boys. pedal <laughs> bars. Yeah, they were like at it for hours. Just pedal friends.
0: Like yeah. if he met Howard... Who uses one or two pedals? It would have been way more easier, you know. But you, you you have to mature to that level now, lads. You know what I mean? I'll give you another yep. album, and then
1: you know. Mo, Mo's right, though. Like uh, this is like uh, uh, we all sort of like have our niche in the new stuff. Like we all sort of found a, a slot, if, you know, because having five mm. people, it's difficult to get that. And like we were sort of heading that way with Stalklord, and then we had the lineup change, and then the recording thing was ropey because of mainly because of diarrhea and then like i I was super sick through the whole the whole recording process and we sort of like compacted everything to like it just messed the whole schedule up that we had like in our heads
0: i thought Um, you were taking
1: the piss really oh for sure i was like (laughs) shit the bed (laughs) yeah (laughs) So like, Ugh. I think up until I was 35, I hadn't shit the bed since I was little, but uh, now that has happened since. So we, but like, we, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like, we're, this all, podcast. we're all finding a new <laughs> This
0: fucking podcast.
3: Have <laughs> oh, we got this. of it. <laughs> That's what we got. <laughs>
1: Did really happen? Andy, put that, that up so again.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Feel free to publish that. Buy it now, oh, uh, okay, uh, okay. shit the bed. Classic. Uh, so, but like we were all sort of like scrambling, I think, in the Stalkload thing, even though we did the best with what we could. Mm. And, but now we've had the, like Eddie says, we've had the time and we've had like, like, we're able to look back on the demos and stuff and see sort of where everything's going. And that's it has been fun and, and trying as well, because sometimes you overthink stuff.
0: Yes, so, very much so, yeah. I definitely yeah. think um, a lot of bands do that, and again, that comes with probably the third or fourth album. If if bands can survive that long, yeah, that they get it, yeah. you know. Um, I'm glad you brought Adam's stuff up. Uh, what a great artist! I came across Adam again oh, yeah. there um, with Skated. Good. He did the yeah, cover so did. Of that? Yeah, he, he is. Is he up Northern Ireland anyway? See, where, where is he located?
2: Yeah, he he lives in Larn. And he took our he, first
1: band photos in Jackal Feud, yeah, if I remember like, correctly.
2: He, he's, nice. a guy, he's been going as, as long as we have with different things. Um, he was, uh, I first met him, or I first knew of him. My first band had hired him, I think, to do visuals for a show they played in Dublin. So he had put together this whole thing. And it was kind of like streaming over the top of him. Um, and then I, I had seen that he had taken pictures for Jackal Feud. I ended up in a band with him about 10 years ago. Um, and like, he's the nicest guy. Like he just, like, <laughs> he's, he's one of those artists where and maybe it's different for me, but like when, when we text him and say, look, this is what we'd like, and he it just kind of, <laughs> here's something else. <laughs> you don't get any choice in this. You're just getting what get. <laughs> I, I imagine he's nicer to other people, but, um, like it's, stuff's just great. Yeah. Um, and, um, it suits your music. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, it was it was one of those like when he sent through the the initial um, store Lord um,
0: image. Rowan, I was going to wear the white one tonight, but it's actually dirty, Overworn. Oh, yes. <laughs> Overworn. Get the wash <laughs> on. Yeah, go on. Uh.
2: Yeah, but he's he's uh, like when he sent that through, it was just like this is exactly when you, when you don't have an idea of what the music looks like. I think, mm. and then as soon as I saw that image, it was like that is just yes. class, like really, really, really good. So. Um he's done like those t-shirts for us as well and um, and hopefully you should have started the artwork for
0: this uh, lad, that's yeah. what i wanted to find out were you sticking with him good to hear oh that. yeah 100%. great 100%. stuff yeah and i presume lads that other bands can approach him and he's very reasonable yeah
2: oh he's he's class 100 uh, yeah like i know he, he did that Draconis thing and um, just uh, not yep. long after ours that's and, right yeah, yeah. yeah. they did done that with the skate band as well and like um, I think you you mentioned it in that one as well. Like it's, the style is quite. There's a quirkiness to it.
0: There is, yeah, There's there's a lot. Yeah, going on.
2: yeah,
1: it depends. It depends what you like. Like if it's I. It's nice because you, he's he's exp- he's expressing his art doing that. You know, mm. and then you're not trying to control all the levers of everything. Like, because otherwise, you should just draw it yourself.
0: Yeah, like, but crucially, and a lot of these lads that are so talented at doing this, they're they are actively involved in the metal scene.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: they're either in bands or and they love that music, bands and they love that music. Yeah, so it's that's always a plus, and they understand as well that fucking bands are constrained financially as well, so they'll work around. They'll they'll help you out in t-shirts and other stuff as well. Yeah, no, they're a very important part of the whole metal scene, and I always love acknowledging them. Yeah, he's been very good, yeah. yeah. So, Johnny Monroe, let's talk about him for a bit. Let's what a let's, hero. To him. He let's acknowledge him. He he is is so cool. Cool. Who wants to tell a good story about him, first of all? Come on, I just yeah. love him. That's my story. That's fair
3: enough. Ready? <laughs> yeah, Johnny's class, like Johnny, uh, even before. He was recording us. We were obviously using his studio to practice in, and we were having some troubles with bass players not being able to make gigs or whatever. Johnny was always there just to always. jump in, play yes. the songs. He's, he's done of gigs with us. Like, uh, we definitely wouldn't have gigged as much if it wasn't for Johnny. We would not exist if it wasn't for Johnny. Yeah, he, let's like, be honest. Yeah, the plus the recordings, one, plus recordings, the
2: practice space, plus... Yeah everyone involved. still asks. He's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a very
3: he's a very patient man he has to be with us <laughs> sitting in the studio not really knowing what we're doing but having a good time doing it um,
0: and That's Bearcat Studios for those that are again yes, that are listening you know, and maybe Springfield Road Belfast want to record up there um, you'd highly recommend them lads yeah
2: Yeah well um, I don't think Johnny's. we we um, sort of run the lease with that now with Johnny but it's, we just use it more as a practice room and um, mm. We'd, we had to move premises um, because we were getting noise complaints, so the studio part of it's gone for now. So Oh, um, okay. That's yeah,
3: interesting.
2: It's, yeah, it's just a wee rehearsal space now, but um, no, like I say, genuinely could not say enough nice things about Johnny. Um, yep. Get in touch with him. They did the last Skypilot.
1: as well. Like, well
2: ah, Skypilot, um, lovely. Yeah. We've
1: all been playing in bands as well from the Jack a few days. and. and like we've all been in each other's orbits yeah, for a yeah. long time,
4: yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, that scene that's kind of grown up around certain bands, I'm glad you mentioned Skypilot, it's it's now matured to a fantastic scene and a and great community are spot on. And there's there's young bands coming through, crucially, that'll keep the scene alive and well. Big shout out there to Nomadus. I can't wait for their new release. Yeah. Um, just mean,
2: there's who. Like two or three guys who've been doing it, maybe twenty, like Andy from the Crawling. Like oh, his yeah. first band and my first band played together loads when we were both starting it. Yeah. Um like Sky Pilot guys have been going twenty odd years. and uh, Cinescence as well, they're another sort of metal band that been they've been going around forever. And um, it's 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 quite interesting to kinda
0: I'm gonna shout out Gamma Bomb as well. Yeah, they've been
2: doing it fly.
0: Yeah. yeah, long time.
2: But then you've got like Elder
1: Druid shooting up as well, like in the in the interim and like they're all uh, young
0: lads, and there's just and so many bands. Survivalists! I can't wait for their release. A big shout out to Josh as well, man. Doing a fucking Trojan job up there, getting uh, some great fucking metal out to all of us. The production mm. qualities is top class. Right, yeah. With Josh, man, he, he knows his shit, man. And yeah. he's so young, Andy. Fucking hell, Josh. We yeah, used to, yeah.
2: We, we kind of Josh used to sublet out the bar cat well. So We we kind of we, we've known him for I don't know a couple of years back and stuff, so um, but his his current case is just I think it's on the floor above our power room at the moment.
0: Yeah. He's drumming for survivalist at the moment. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was amazed at that. Yeah. It's just so, so frustrating that you have such an amazing scene. No more than us down on Cork and we can't it's just stagnated now. Everybody is recording at the moment. Yeah. So i just hope in 2021 will just be a year of just fantastic gigs. But
4: I hope, like,
2: Richie, I think I had I sort of uh, posted up in the Metal Warfare forums actually, uh, sort of quite recently about that, and just kind of talking about how how sort of gigging life is going to be yeah. different, especially for bands that are now. What now, is like, gigging now, like? Yeah, like with the, with the kind of the mix of of the smaller venues that are gone, mm-hmm. plus all of the more regular turn bands kind of taking up every available slot I think it's going to be you're going to see a much more kind of grassroots DIY thing
0: happening again but I think so actually yes that's, yeah. a, that's a very valid point yeah <coughs> I mean like you're looking at James uh, Love Day as well like the distortion Shout out. like if James goes under it's fucking that scene in Ordinary and that's a huge he plays yeah. such huge part in oh, yeah,
2: he's pivotal. Yeah, like but James has a massive um I suppose fan base is kind of the right word in Belfast as well. Like, you know, um we we did a show at like a um, Distortion Project Benefit show a couple of years ago. That's right, right yeah. One. And like the response he was getting from that was just class. And like James everybody in Belfast has played a gig with James at some point and he's always the nicest guy. And mm. I hadn't seen him maybe five, six years, and we kind of bumped into him and he was like, yes, man, give me a wee hug. And it's like, it, you, you couldn't fault him that way, you know, he's just, you're always kind of trying to help you out with stuff. And mm. um, well, I was like, didn't we James gig, it's kind of, I suppose like, like a homecoming thing, you know, it's kind of, we've all got 20 years older since we first met, but we're yeah. still in the same position, more or less. So.
0: Yeah, it's, again, it's, these guys <laughs> are so crucial to the scene. They more or less anchor the scene and they're the guys that, are always putting out the fucking social media posts going, this band is coming and they'll get in two or three other bands and those bands might be younger bands, but they're getting their shot at it as well. And like Eve rose up through the ranks now. So like there'll be bands hopefully next year, the year after like younger bands trying to get their chance as well. And the likes of James, in Belfast, John Aird and Kieran for the siege down in Limerick, um, Mark Morrissey and Con down in Cork. I'm not sure Galway. Galway scene is a bit it's fractured. It's not a, it's at not the a long
1: list, though. You know, that's it's not. The thing.
0: It's not. You know, and Dublin again is fractured as well.
1: Yeah, it takes so much out of you personally, probably, to do all those things. Um, all the time. Yeah, like, it's we massive,
3: massive risks as well. We take yeah. it
1: for granted that there's someone putting gigs on somewhere, and this yeah. lockdown has kind of shoved that right back and going like listen, yeah. this is not forever you like know
0: DME again are great in Dublin but and like they'll always have a smaller band on supporting the likes to Testament, them Sacred Reich or whatever. Yeah. But um yeah, it's an important part to keep that network open but it's it's a different
2: It's gonna be odd to see. When 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 everything kicks back off, I think it's gonna be it's definitely going to be odd for a while. You, you'll you kind of have your stalwarts, and then you just have this kind of random sporadic things kind of shooting up. And I think that's for for us. Like we're never really a big crowd band anyway. Um, which do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we like we we did the um, the monolith gig in Cork a couple of years ago, and that was our that first time playing Cork. But when we the vibe that we got off that gig was way more interesting to us. I don't know, yeah. there was just something about it where it was like, this feels this right for us. We're the type yeah. of band that we are. And to, to get that sort of that crowd where like Belfast is maybe a wee bit more thrashy metley
0: sort of oriented, I think. Oh yeah, like sludge down cork, doom, yeah, stoner, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big fucking thing yeah. down here, yeah. One hundred percent, yeah. By saying
1: yeah. in Belfast we were we were really limiting sort of the bills we could play on, I think. Like But
0: then again, would you not would not some people drift from the punk into as well? You've got that element as well.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, we end up on a bill with anyone, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your appeal, yeah. I think, as well. Yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, the cork scene is very much sludge oriented, stoner. That definitely is there um, mm. more than traditional heavy metal bands. But we'll say the likes of Conjuring Fake can come down and then fill the venue. You know, there's, there is diversity still there. Yeah. And they, that'd be the old traditionalists, which would probably be the likes of me and all the lads back that were going to gigs in the late 80s into the 90s. Since the scene has changed so much, um, I wasn't really into Sludge and kind of Doom and Stone or stuff, but probably three or four years ago, the quality that was coming into Cork, playing that music, converted mm. me straight away. I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's so many fucking great bands. I mean, you could just can name. I,
1: can I ask a question as a yeah. blow-in? Um, is there a leash scene? No. In the Midlands?
0: In um, Leash? There, there is, yeah. Fucking hell. That, um, that, that, there, there's an all day metal festival there.
1: there. There was. I heard about that, right? And mm. they don't, still, it, well, obviously, it's still not gonna is there. happen
0: now. That still is there. I can't remember the name. They've got an
1: electric picnic down the road here sometimes.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's in this area. That scene so is it, there. Because, I mean, I think with that scene in Leash, for. For whatever reason, a lot of the bands that were playing there were cover I acts. get the
1: feeling it's very metal as well. Like Yeah, cover tradi- act say not
0: cover act, Metallica cover act. And then they were putting in other bands as well on that bill. So. If anyone's
1: listening, hit us
0: up. <laughs> You're just lazy now because you don't want to travel around. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to play a gig just out here. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. Nah, man, you have to do the that hard miles, man. You have to do the hard miles. Oh, <laughs> we, we, we still do
2: them. He's doing like a 400-mile round trip for practice, so... To practice. <laughs> Jesus <laughs>
0: Christ. Are you guys doing? owe me a, an easy gig. A festival now like the Ritual of the Evil Eye in Krushkin mm. Lawn, run by the Paranoid Beast, is perfect free. You, you yeah. know, Sky Pilot now and The Crawling played there last year, and they had a fucking ball.
1: In the um, last year that we've been playing up and down between Cork and Limerick and, and Belfast as well, like those are some of the, the best gigs we've played, I think.
2: you yeah. like played oh, the Siege. Fun we've had. That was like I, I didn't know what to expect. I think that was my first time going down and I think I I d I don't know, like it was just it was just classic. It was such a like an atmosphere about the place.
1: I just yep. like that there's guys playing trad in the in the front bar, and then you like step to the back bar, and then all of a sudden your face is melting off, but you can't <laughs> actually. The two are totally distinct, nearly. But everyone's having
0: a crack. I, was, I thought yeah. it was great. How the hard was it, How hard was it not to drink? <laughs> oh, we got plastered after. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were on at room nine, was it a corpus? Yeah, was oh, I, I was at it. I fucking I know. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't too bad when you were on. We stayed th-
1: down the road. We did a lot of running around with gear, and then we just, I think, we had a few beers afterwards. We weren't, we weren't that bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I was.
3: I think we were sitting away during the day, but I don't think we exceeded the the limit. <laughs> no. I,
0: thinking, we, on. I always think the worst time to command the siege is like probably 12 or 1 o'clock, man. Because there's such a fucking great vibe the whole day. And it's mm-hmm. a part of the atmosphere. And it's such a great place to meet so many other musicians, you know, shoot the shit with everybody. And everybody's drinking. And then you're there going, I'm on a half 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out <laughs> to fucking Condyle, who drank the bollocks out of it <laughs> and still got on stage and fucking played.
1: <laughs> but it's that weird sort of conundrum where like, if you, if you headline, you're kind of like, you're kind of better off being in that middle, that sweet middle spot where like, mm. like everyone's arriving and sort of at the threshold of getting drunk. Yeah. It was like right at the end, people are like struggling.
0: <laughs> I know so, I was. So with all the demo tracks done and dusted, you will be looking at probably it's, like we're in December now, lad, so realistically you're into next year.
1: We have provisional studio time booked.
3: Okay. Yeah, like a week ago, fourth of November we were to go in, but we've had to bounce that back. Yeah. Um obviously with everything going on in Rome and in the south and, mm. but we're looking at the start of next
0: year. Yes. Absolutely. Level um, five lockdown for the win. Who's the absolute genius? I'd be shot if i didn't bring it up. Who's the genius behind the videos? The Rowan and Idiot, I
2: guess.
3: Um yeah, we all high, the, the two
0: main dudes. Great it's, stuff.
3: Uh, it's a collaborative <laughs> thing, I think, with everybody. I think all the videos like we just think of a silly idea that we can yeah. do and you know, try and try and do it for those, as those close tri- to free as we possibly can. Yeah,
1: yeah. That, that's the ticket. Do it cheap, um, yeah. and nasty. Like and we, have you
0: filmed those actually on iPhones or are you actually using cameras? It was a mix. Yeah. Yeah. Mix. yeah.
3: We did the, the, the clubs one, you know, with the, the chin upside one. Yeah. Down. Yeah. 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 That was, that was all iPhone. Um, and Excellent then actually. So was uh, yeah.
1: glamorous burns, wasn't it? So Mostly. It was yeah. And, and then the,
3: the rest, GoPro and SLR.
1: I used to work for um, a university up in the North in the media department uh, Donated some equipment, kind of. And so we used that oh, to, to shoot some very nice uh, shots, like the Rad Pet one has done That was great, well.
0: man. That was great.
1: Yeah, it was fun. And, um, yeah. and uh, When you gl- look at um,
0: Swearwolf then gl- as well, glows. that's a... That's, um, single shot. A single that was shot, yeah. As well
2: i was yeah. so pleased i was actually i was on my honeymoon when you guys did that and see so when i come back and i was just like this is beautiful this is straight the single shot i was
4: just like "And yes.
1: beard and rob um at the time improvised that fight scene at the end i had no idea that was happening behind me was really just tart, tart and it was just sound like effects serendipity well, i just heard a bunch of kerfuffle and I couldn't really like turn around because I had to stand there with that stupid belt buckle poking into my stomach.
0: And you know, me being a traditionalist, I loved teat and bone the most.
2: Yeah, that was my son. That was, that, was, so he's, well, that was, was your son, yeah. yeah. What? Really? Yeah, he was small enough to get the camera and to like talk with us. So we were just kind of like, oh, yeah. Concert, yeah. Concert, go make a and work like, away.
0: Fucking hell. That's and that's it a great. That's it Shout is. Yeah, I think it's really catchy on fire, and it's, it's a yeah. great song anyway. But no, um, yeah, thank you. That's that's amazing, Andy. How old's your son? Yeah,
2: he's eleven now. So, but yeah. you know what? It's good because, like, as a parent, like, you. You shit me. Did he actually yeah. do it? Yeah, <laughs> 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 well, he did. He did um, some of the kind of the outer shots and stuff, and then like, he did like the some of the circle.
3: we I mean, did the circle. Nate, Nate did the circle. Did no, that, no yeah. Any shots where we're all in it. Yeah. It was, Nate it was did them. Nathan, yeah. You did the editing, Eddie. So that's, yeah, all, all, like, that's on you. They're all hastily edited together before and after work for like a week and a half, just when I get a minute. Mm-hmm. Um don't, the, don't, the earlier videos, I, yeah. I was very much living the unemployed life when we were doing those, so I could spend a long time sitting, yeah. clipping those together. But now, uh. Yeah, to go to work, so we, we also that had in. like yeah. a we had a
1: different way of doing <laughs> doing things with those videos. Like we were basically writing a song, recording a song, doing a video, releasing it, and that was like the mode. So yeah, okay. everything that came out then ha- followed that sort of thing. So there's quite a few early on videos,
0: mm.
1: and then we went stalked. We did,
0: did the album, yeah.
3: and now we're kind of still um, on but, that mode. I would like to do, like to do some form of video for couple of the new tracks, maybe just because we haven't done it in a while. and um It's always a, a fun day, just
0: yeah. our and, fill and Look, I gave you the single, okay? So, if you had no budget, who would you get to direct? King of Queens of the Stone Age.
1: If we had no budget? Yeah, come on. No, so no. Actually, what we'll do.
2: <laughs> Andy? Um, do you know what?
0: Um,
2: in terms of... Uh, Jesus, I don't know. Like, I love all that kind of weird, like Russian 70s stop motion stuff. So, uh, what are you?
1: Fuck uh, Jason know, It's <laughs> like terrifying to me. You know, this <laughs>
2: We have to,
0: <laughs> Rowan. Rowan, we have to expect uh, respect his decision. Yeah, give him a chance.
2: Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. So I, I kind of, I like the idea of something. I like like one of the things that we're arguing about at the minute, and as a as a band um is the 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 title of this this next album and it's it's really interesting seeing like everybody's kind of different approaches to Ron's lyrics and everybody's got a completely different vibe of it and we had we'd set up this kind of vote yesterday or the day before and we kind of whittled it down from 23 to five choices and we're kind of like right okay and we got to those five and we were just kind of like nobody's really feeling any of these at all so I think for for me as a video choice, I'd be like, no, I just I let these guys do it because otherwise we're just going to end up going, no, Jesus I'm
0: Christ! Like, I'm giving you like Brian De Palma, I'm giving you Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh, Give me whole, uh, a director to direct the sequel, call- which is going to be King of Queens oh, of the Song. What do you call
2: them? That's, called, um,
0: the that's our
1: did- Tarantino song, man.
0: No, um, the guy the
2: who did Dark Kiss. What you call it? Um, Garth Merengue. no, Matthew Thomas, uh, is that his name? Guy de not What, what did
0: movie?
2: Brad, um, did you ever watch Four Garth Marenghi's Darkplace? No.
0: No, Stingy, no, uh,
2: isn't that him? Yeah, I can't remember, but it's just kind of like
1: shoddy 1980s. I'll watch Garth Merengue's Dark Place* for sure. Yeah,
0: man. Like it's, did you
2: ever watch the
1: movie Four Lions? About yes,
0: the, yeah, yeah, that's a I classic. the yeah. same guy I did. Okay,
1: Grasso, okay.
0: I could, okay. I could be talking totally okay. Sport, um, we'll vote Andy <laughs> out of it. Terrible,
3: uh, Eddie. <laughs> uh, I was actually talking to the guys about doing like a sort of Twin Peaks um, mm. inspired video, so I'd say David I haven't seen that and just have oh, would that suit run?
0: that song though? I don't think probably so, probably not, but okay, uh, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I to all the
1: Buster Rhymes videos to, to make a joke, but I failed. Oh, that's Hype Williams. Hype Williams.
0: Yes, there you go. No, there I, think, you I go. think
1: it's kind of a, got a Tarantino vibe to it. I think it's, it's
4: going
0: uh, to be I nice mean, and dirty. And, you look at the Beastie uh, Boys there, I'm thinking Beastie Boys, and you know, Buster Rhymes, yeah, I'll give you that, man. We'll, we'll go with okay. He yeah, seems yeah, to know what's going
1: on. And, and all of us doing this <laughs> into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: for two minutes it
0: fucking work man and do you know what you come in on under budget for that one oh yeah we'll see we'll have me. Do. <laughs> we have no choice and the weird <laughs> titles you all have fucking legendary titles lads um, is that down kind of to a run victim as of well? the same thing mm.
3: yeah well that that sort of started as a joke like we've always been like what we call this one, and then we just think of a, a stupid that's name, funny. and then that'll be the working title, and then it translates right
0: up. across. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I think it suited when we was we were still mucking around and trying to figure ourselves out, and
0: it was it was fun. Then don't don't ever change, lads. <laughs> that's but we've got uh, still a
1: Black Ops so far. Yeah.
0: I love militia John Hart. That's um another. Oh, that's 80. <laughs> 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 oh, for fuck's sake. Is that a <laughs> mixture of Joe Hart the Keeper and Joan Arc? obviously, yeah?
3: No, it's... Uh, Mil- Do you remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch?
0: Unfortunately. Back in the day?
3: She's <laughs> he, <laughs> Mel- Melissa Joan Hart.
0: Oh, okay. Just... I prefer my it's version. What, what Joe Hart, that, yeah, I English, being... Ex-English Keeper and Joan of Arc.
1: There you go. It's what you read into it, right? It isn't yes, it, exactly. yeah.
3: That
0: Don't ever f- change, f- lads. That's, f- that's f- the main f- thing. Um, oh, I can't even say it. And Rad Pit, Jesus Labyrinth, dedicated to David Bowie.
2: That was well timed, that one. And the Rad Pit Monk, we just, as those two got divorced as well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't
1: that yet.
0: We're c-
2: Yeah.
1: We're we're killing people around the place.
0: <laughs> Have you ever actually gone back to watch Labyrinth? Yeah. It's so <laughs> creepy. My wife
3: has it on all the time. It's yes. on
0: our TV flat it's, uh, I, I can't relax watching it anymore. No. Man, over <laughs> no. Because Bowie. of this
3: giant cod piece?
0: It's just shocking. It's
3: great.
1: I, I think that hand, the hand thing's totally, that's the whole Jason and the Argonauts thing like that. Not for me. Oh, lads.
0: Anyway, I must say it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you, lads. Fair play to you. I think... Um, thank you
2: for having us on, man. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate and thanks,
0: it. and thanks for giving me the demo, man. It's fucking great. As I said, I have it. It's one long, twenty-eight minute slab of sludge. Everything else thrown in, and it's great. And as I you said, you are the first. I am the first, and I appreciate so we'll
1: take, it. We'll take any recording notes you might have. <laughs>
0: <okay. Yeah. laughs> we'll promise to make it sound better. Yeah. And do you know what? As I said, as a demo, you know, with the technology that, that you're using, um, a lot of the songs sounded, there's not much to be changed, only just, as you said, just added some frills onto them. I think you're going in the right direction. It's definitely a progression from Stark Lord. you going to whittle it down or are you going to decide on maybe one or two more new ones that might come up? It, it is possible. Like, you have so much downtime that... That maybe another two or three songs could squeeze into that demo.
2: I don't know. We're actually 80 80 we actually, Eddie and I
3: might be financially unviable to record <laughs> more than
2: like minutes. <laughs> we kind of, we've got a very limited time in the studio, and that uh, um, new demo sounds good though, that you guys did the other week. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, but, no, but no, Richie, we kind of the, the plan of attack is very much we we're we're right down to the last second with the, with the recording time okay. in the studio, so it's going to be. Holy shit, get it right! Holy fuck, <laughs> we <wrong. laughs> How the fuck do we fix this? Don't have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is fast. So, um, like, we are we are starting. We actually started writing there again last week, the week before, just to kind of get back into the way of writing again. Because okay. every practice is just play
3: the album, play
2: the album, play the album. Um, you know, yeah. And then you hate
1: it. it when you come to play it live.
2: Yeah. So mm. <laughs> we'll get that to look forward to. But um, but now I think. As much as I would love to, at the same time, it would be, it would be an absolute sort of kick out of left field for all of us now to kind of go, holy shit, new songs to learn, yeah, and, and to give them the same amount of attention we give attention. the others.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Okay, you've been listening to Mo Bear. You've been listening to Andy Rowan and Eddie. Thank you so much, lads, for coming on the show. It's great having you on. Good
1: Thanks for having us, us man. Great Keep here. an
0: eye on their social media. 2021 will certainly be interesting for the band and finance if, us yes financially yes actually there you go get on they're a bank page they're fucking great merchandising as well and you've been listening to richie from the metal cell podcast hit subscribe if you like the show share convert and like and as i said molar bear thanks lads